Running a small business is no easy task. It's messy and thrilling and terrifying all at the same time. But no matter what, it's definitely a journey worth taking. As a mom of two littles, I know the daily struggles, and I'm here to walk this journey with you. If you're ready to feel empowered, encouraged, and on fire for the things you truly love, then you're in the right place. I'm Rebecca Rice, a pizza-loving, hot chocolate-drinking, family photographer and educator, and this is the Business Journey Podcast. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Journey Podcast. I'm Rebecca, and I'm so, so excited for today's episode. This is going to be a good one. This is actually my very first episode where I've had guest educators on with me. So this is a really special opportunity that you guys get to hear from some amazing ladies in the industry. I have with me today the queens of reels themselves. I have Natasha Coyle and Stephanie Case. If you have never heard of them, go look them up right now because they have the most amazing reels, TikToks. They do all the things that I'm not naturally good at. So I love watching them. I love seeing how amazing they are. And today we're talking all about reels. Now, one reason I wanted to bring both of them on at the same time is because they are in two different seasons of life. And I feel like it hits a really broad spectrum of people. We have Stephanie, who is young, married, super enthusiastic, um, and she just totally kills the game. And then we have Natasha, who's in her 30s. She has a kid. He's, how old is he? Eight? Seven? Eight. Eight. Okay. I was going to say, I thought he just had a birthday. Um, So he's eight. So um, Natasha's, you know, if, if you're in your 30s, even into your 40s, 50s, whatever, and you're trying to figure out this real thing, Natasha's got you. Okay. So today um, I want to have them introduce themselves and then we're just going to dive into some questions that I have, that I know other people have, that um, I know that they'll have really good insight and answers. So Stephanie, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So I'm Stephanie Case. If you don't know anything about me, who I am, um, I started as a photographer. Oh my gosh. I just realized recently it was almost seven years ago, which is kind of crazy. So I started photography in high school and that's how I started my business as primarily wedding photographer. I knew pretty early on that's what I wanted to do. So I really dove head first into weddings and really did that my senior year of high school and just absolutely loved it. And now transitioning a little bit more into education. I've been adding education into my business and doing that, you know, with online courses, shop products. I also have a YouTube channel that's growing really, really quickly, which is exciting. And my YouTube channel specifically is more geared towards Instagram reels and Instagram in general and social media and all of that. And really teaching other brands and small business owners how to use it for, to grow their online presence. So yeah, I'm super excited. Um, to chat about this. Obviously, I have a lot of videos on that and talk about it a lot. So I have a lot of thoughts on everything and I'm super excited. I'm also, I live in Columbus, Ohio, so I'm up in the Midwest right now and I am married. I've been married for almost four years. I got married about halfway through college, which was super fun. Um, And I also have one dog, about to be two dogs, maybe two dogs by the time this comes out. Um, And they're both sheep doodles And so we're just like obsessed with all the things, all things doodles and even just dogs. I love dogs. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. <laughs> I love it. Did you guys get married when you were 20? I can't remember. 
Yes, I was 20 and he was 21. So obviously like I couldn't legally even drink yet. So we didn't even have alcohol at our wedding. Like we just had like sparkling cider and like, yeah, but it was really fun. Um, I know it's not for everyone getting married young, but for us, like it just works so well. And we loved, loved getting married so young. Uh, I feel that my husband and I got married when we were 20 also. And so that's like our thing. We, we totally get it. We weren't legal to drink at our wedding either. Like been there. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Natasha, tell us a little bit about you and your business. Yes. Thank you. So if you don't know anything about me, my name is Natasha Coyle. I am a Charleston wedding photographer and educator, and I started my business as a 34 year old stay at home mom. So very different than Rebecca and uh, Stephanie with when I started in the seasonal life that I was in. Um, I had an almost four year old and I realized really quickly that in order for me to be a wedding photographer, that I needed to resonate with brides and grooms that were in their twenties. And so I found that short form video and video marketing through uh, Instagram and TikTok was a way to do it. So I started TikTok and Reels last year, saw a ton of growth from it. And now I teach other photographers how to really utilize it into their business um, to kind of stand out in those one-by-one squares to not do the exact same thing as everybody else um, and to really show up and be themselves. Because I do think that marketing is going to continue to change. Um, It's going to head towards video. And if you are showing up as yourself, um, you can always sell to people because people buy from people. So that's kind of why I am very into Reels and TikTok. I enjoy it. I love it. And I love showing other people how to utilize it for their, for their own business and to really show up and be themselves. I love everything about that. And what's so cool is both Natasha and Stephanie went from like four or 5,000 Instagram followers to over 10K in months. Like it was so crazy to see both of them do that. And I know that's a vanity metric and we'll talk about vanity metrics in a little bit, but I mean, there's some value to having 10,000 people or more. Y'all are what? Like 12, 13, something like that. Um, Followers following you. Like that's a big deal. So um, these ladies have credibility. They like are seriously so good at this whole thing, reels, Instagram, you know, TikToks, whatever. They are the experts here. And so I want to go ahead and just dive in to some questions. Some of these are questions that I personally have. Some of them are ones that I know my listeners um, have as well. And so first to start, and you guys can just like pop in with answers. This won't be like super formal. We're just making this really conversational. Um, Y'all know me. That's how we roll. Um, So how have reels or TikTok impacted your business? Like, let me know what that journey has looked like in short form video. Yeah. So I will hop in real quick for myself. There's been a couple of different things that it's impacted. Obviously it's impacted the business, but it's impacted the relationships that I've been able to form from it. So meeting new clients through TikTok and Reels, new photographers that I may not have met prior. I actually had an engagement session last night with a couple who found me on TikTok. They're not even really on their Instagram, but they found me on TikTok they live in Texas and they were like, no, we cannot think of anybody else that can be our wedding photographer. So I'm going to Texas for my first wedding next year. They came into town for their engagement session last night. And so I think that building those relationships has been extremely beneficial, especially to my business and increasing that brand awareness. And then I just had the best first quarter I've ever had in four years because of this new journey that I'm on with education and with reels and the amount of people that I'm able to reach with that new marketing process. So 
I was fully booked as a wedding photographer last year in October in a year where there's a pandemic and people were a little hesitant on booking weddings. So I was able to fully book out because I was able to market myself in a new way and I was reaching new people. And now my inquiry process is so much easier because people know once they go in, if I'm their photographer or not, because they've already seen videos of me, they know who I am because I really utilize Reels and TikTok to show up. So my inquiry process is I go into a meeting and it's a hundred percent bookings because they already know if I'm their girl or not. So um, it's definitely really helped me with brand awareness, really helped me with building the bottom line of my business and booking nine weddings last year directly from TikTok and Reels. That is so awesome. I love that. Oh, so cool. Okay, Stephanie, what do you think? How has Instagram Reels and TikToks impacted your business? Yeah, so I would say almost like on the flip side of that for me, I really haven't and don't use short form video to grow like my photography business because I had already grown it to the point where I'm like booking myself consistently and like where it wasn't looking for ways to increase my bookings in that way. But for me, I've seen a lot of growth just for like the education side of my business and really helped me to grow other photographers following me, other small business owners following me, their brands following me. So that's really where I've put my focus, but I really have focused on it a little bit more attracting other photographers and people that I serve on the education side my business. And I will say like from something that I can really pinpoint, I feel like there's two main things that I can really pinpoint that it's really helped to grow my business. And the first one I would say is not only like obviously growing that audience a little bit, but also creating stronger connections with those people and being seen as someone who is a leader in that industry and like be able to teach others how to do what I'm doing. And it's really helps me like really just create a better connection with the people that follow me. And so like if they're following along, they're seeing my personality on a TikTok or on a reel. I've really honed in on reels more specifically for my brand, but it really has helped people to feel like they can get to know me better. They can see my face. They can see me moving, maybe hear me talking. And that's something that I have preached for so long because I've been doing YouTube for a long time and have seen that with my YouTube channel and the videos I'm creating and how the connections that you can make through video are just so much stronger than words and um, images on a screen ever could. And so I've really seen it grow my brand in that way. I've also, for something more like tangible, um, something that was really cool is actually on TikTok, when I was focusing on it more, um, earlier last year, so early in 2020, I did have one TikTok. It was like super random. I had a TikTok that was about my presets um, go somewhat, I wouldn't even say it was like super viral, but enough where it was like gaining a lot of traction. And it was about like before and after of editing my photos. And then I just casually like said, oh, I love my presets in the, in the description. And people, the comments were flooded with like, where can I get your presets? Where can I grab them? Like, and um, I saw an increase of $500 in preset sales in that week. And so it was, it was kind of interesting, like using it specifically for something along those lines. And I've done that over and over again with reels too, you know, driving traffic to like for people to join my email list or something along those lines, it's a little bit more tangible, but um, yeah, definitely for sure growing connection with my audience. And then it's just kind of cool to see how, you know, how, when you do have something that can kind of catches on, you can see some tangible results like that. I love it. And a common thread that I see between both of you, what you guys said was the relationship aspect is that there's just something different with short form video that people can connect to, like you said, in a way that they can't with words and images. And for people that are uncomfortable, like putting themselves out there, like this is one of those things you need to do it. Like it is time to put yourself out there and get your face, you know, in front of your camera because there's just so much value there. And that connection point, 
I mean, like Natasha was saying, she is you know, closing 100% of her inquiries because they know her. And so by passing up on that opportunity, you are losing out on a lot of um, connection building between you and potential clients or potential customers. So I think that's huge with Instagram Reels is that relational aspect of things. Um, what? Let's get a little bit practical here um, because I know that you both have really good like tips and tricks and you know all the ins and outs and stuff. Um, what would you say are some hacks that maybe you've learned all- along the way that make making reels easier. Um, I know that for me, my biggest pain point is it takes me so long to make them. Like, you know, you think about finding the right sound and then, you know, doing the video and adding the words and um, making the cover photo and writing the caption. Like for me, it just takes me so long and that's so frustrating. So I'm sure there have got to be like hacks that you found or things that make that easier Um, because you guys crank these out like crazy. And I sit and watch, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I do one like every two weeks, maybe if we're lucky. It's probably been a month since my last reel. But anyways, I'll pass it over to you. Let me know some some of your favorite tips, hacks, tricks. What do you have? I would say the first thing I would say that helps me a lot is just you know, you're on Instagram anyway, probably scrolling on your feed, just save ideas as they come to you. Or even I have like a note in my phone. When I think of ideas randomly, I'm just writing them down so that when I do go to like film or record some stuff that I have a bunch of ideas to pull from. I'm not sitting there wondering like, okay, so now like, what do I even make? Like that helps me so much. And on Instagram, there's like the save section where, you know, if you save something and you can also like organize into folders. So I have a folder specifically for ideas for reels that I'm constantly saving things to. So when I'm creating reels, I can just go back and I'm like, oh yeah, it made me think of this. And I also want to throw in here that um, doing that might sound like, but Stephanie, like you're not supposed to copy people, right? Like, aren't you supposed to like make sure you're not copying when it comes to a lot of things on your business and stuff. But I think with short form video, at least the way it is right now, that's kind of part of how it works. And, um, you know, having different trends, different sounds you lip sync to things like that, that you jump on and obviously put your own twist on it, but that's where you can come up with a lot of ideas and see what are other people doing? What are people liking when it comes to short form video, um, and jumping on them for yourself. So I would say that's the first thing is, um, just save those ideas as you think of them. So when you sit down to record some, you have a ton to pull from. You're not spending your time trying to think of like what to record, but you know exactly like you have a bunch of ideas you can just do. Absolutely. And I just to kind of go with what Stephanie said, you know, planning is key. Um, Anything that we're going to post online, we want to plan it out so that when we do have a day that we're recording, if we have a batch day, we're not wasting time trying to think of ideas. And I, I tell a lot of people, same thing to save a lot of reels in TikTok, save sounds so you already have them. But if you're stumped on even what to put out there, what kind of inspiration in terms of if you want to do value or tips, go into Pinterest and think about your ideal client and type in what they might be typing into Pinterest. And it will get your creative juices flowing to where you can be like, oh, I can do those five tips for a bride and groom portraits. Or if you're doing something for business tips, I can do those mistakes that I wish I hadn't made in my business. And I could put that into a short form video. So um, thinking outside the box on how to come up with ideas and how you can create it and make your own out of it is really key. But obviously planning, picking out your outfits, 
making sure that your sounds are saved, everything's ready to go. So when you are able to film, you can batch because batching is key to making sure that you can keep showing up consistently. That was my next question was, can reels be batched? Because at this point, like I have a like list of saved audio. I have a list of like ideas and I just haven't had the time to like sit down, which I'm in a unique season. We're like putting out a bunch of new things right now, um, which I'll talk about at the end, but um, we're, we're just in crazy season right now. But I'm hoping like once that's over, I'll be able to like sit down and batch these things. So um, can we talk just really briefly about batching for reels? Yeah. So, you know, I think that when it comes to batching, um, like I said, if you plan, it's time to actually film your reels, you're ready to go and you can create multiple. And I do think that if you are going to create one, create multiple, work smarter, not harder. Um, if you're going to do your hair and makeup, which I don't think you have to do for reels and TikToks, I just want to go ahead and put that out there because a lot of people come to me, especially moms are like, I don't have my hair and makeup done. I'm like, show up as you are, because I am a big believer in showing up and letting people see the real you. So if you wear mom bun and you're like, I'm a mess, people love that. And they relate to that. And your ideal client might relate to that. So show up that way. Don't think that you have to put on a whole like Sephora counter of makeup to show up on Reels and TikTok. If that's you and I do that too, that's totally fine. Um, I do both ways. I I'm kind of like an anomaly like that, <laughs> but I think that showing up, um, and having your batch day and creating multiple is going to help you be consistent. And I do think you have to be consistent on Reels and TikTok. Um, if you want to see that growth, uh, consistency is key. Um, they do want to see, especially on Instagram with the algorithm, that you're showing up and utilizing that feature consistently. And consistency looks different for everybody. It doesn't mean you have to do it every day. It just means that if you are dedicating one day a week to do it, to do it that one day a week consistently for months um, so that you can continue to see that growth and they can see you know, that you're consistently showing up. Um, also, when it comes to batching, you can save to your drafts on Reels, but I do tell everybody that I teach to also save it to your phone. Because if you restart Reels or restart Instagram, if you have an update, if your phone accidentally turns off, those batch content drafts will be gone and it is devastating and you don't want that to happen. So definitely save it to your phone if you are shooting an app. Um, to be completely transparent, some of them I do shoot in an app and other ones I don't. Um, I do feel like TikTok in terms of editing is much faster for me. So I do film a lot over there and that helps me batch even faster. Um, and I also tell people that when you are filming, do not edit at that time. Save your editing until later. So just film your TikToks and reels. And then when the light is gone at night or when you have a day where you just have a little time and you're sitting at a doctor's office waiting, that's when you can edit. You don't have to edit when you're filming. Make sure to have that batch film day and just film them and knock them out and then add it later. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to add on is saying like, I think when we think of batching reels, we think, oh, we have to like sit down. We have to um, come up with the idea. We have to create the reel. We have to schedule and plan it out in our feed and we have to add the text and all of that. But um, what I have found works really well for me is, you know, I'm already filming YouTube videos once every few weeks. And so what I'll do is I just tack on another hour to that and I film some reels. And for me at this point, I try to post around three reels per week. So I'm not even at the point right now where I'm posting every day because it is a lot like there is, it is a lot to pour into creating all of this content. Um, but yeah, basically I will 
come up with the ideas as I'm already scrolling on Instagram, or maybe just go to the real section and scroll specifically to find ideas. If I need some more ideas to um, pull from when I'm going to batch those reels. And then for example, like yesterday, uh, no, it was Tuesday, um, a couple days ago is when I was filming some YouTube videos and it took me, I like, for some reason in my mind, I'm always like, okay, I need like three or four hours to film all these reels. And then I don't know, maybe I'll only film like a week or two's worth. Like we'll see. Um, but even in an hour, a couple days ago, I was able to film. It was like, at least 10 different reels, which for me, if I'm posting three a week, lasts me over two weeks, right? Um, so, you know, I think you can break up the batching a little bit and you can do, you know, where you're actually filming it on one day that'll last you a couple of weeks. And then for me, when I'm actually adding text, I'm either doing it, you know, if I'm just like sitting there mindlessly scrolling on my phone, maybe I have five minutes till a meeting, sit there and start adding text to your reel. And like Natasha said, uh, make sure that you're saving your reel. Like maybe once you're done editing it, or even as I'm editing, sometimes I'll hit save to camera roll just in case. Cause sometimes reels can get really glitchy and like the text will mess up or something. And just so I have another copy on hand, but yeah, you can really break up the batching in that way. And it's not like you have to sit there and, you know, do everything at once. And I'll even, you know, I plan out my reels in my feed when I go to sit down and plan my Instagram feed, which takes me like an hour or two at the beginning of every week. So it's not like I'm sitting there and doing every step for a reel all at once. Cause I do think that's overwhelming. Like that's overwhelming even for me, but, and you know, what works better for me? Cause right now I don't have a specific day every week that I can dedicate just to reels. Like I have so many other things that I'm doing in my business. Um, so for breaking, breaking it up a little bit more in that way really helps me a lot and helps me stay consistent. See that already seems so liberating to me to the idea that I don't have to sit down and do every single step at one time like feeling like okay for and set, I like that you set like a limit okay for this hour all I'm gonna do is record the video for it and then maybe one day later that week okay for this 30 minutes I'm just gonna add text to all my recorded videos okay for this time I'm just gonna do captions for whatever like that seems so much better um and so I'm gonna give that a try not till April, but <laughs> once we passed April, I, I will definitely give it a try. I love it. Um, I, I want to ask a question to each of you specifically. Um, so Stephanie, we'll start with you. I would love to hear what encouragement would you give to the younger crowd who maybe is struggling feeling like this reels thing is really difficult when it, we feel like it should come easy. I know you and I were talking about this weird, like feeling that we have, because I mean, I'm 26 years old. So I feel like I should like be good at reels. Reels should come naturally to me and they don't. And so like, what kind of encouragement? I'm sure I'm not the only one. So what, what would you say to people that are like, I'm like you, Rebecca, this sucks and I'm not good at it. Like, what would you say to to those younger people? Uh, I feel like so the first thing I would say is just recognizing what the purpose of reels is and really how it's going to help you. So um, first of all, going viral isn't everything kind of like we mentioned earlier talking about vanity metrics like, you know, it sounds it sounds really flashy and cool to say, oh, I had a, these videos go viral and like all these views and it seems like that does get a lot of attention. But it, like, ultimately, that isn't like something going viral in and of itself isn't what's going to grow your brand. And so recognize 
recognizing that first and foremost. And I personally think that, you know, the connection you're building with your audience, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like the connection you're building with your audience is even more important. And that's really what reels can really help you with. Um, and so I would make sure to focus on that. You know, if you're posting reels and do what works for you, like don't feel this pressure to post every single day. You know, like when, for me, when I look at a lot of the people I follow that are posting every day, either it's a huge part of their marketing strategy, maybe like Natasha, she just threw out very consistently in this area, um, or it's somebody that is like a content creator full-time and they have the capacity to post and create reels and do all of this every single day. Um, even for me, like at this point, I'm not posting reels every day when I I was posting every day the first few months that came out and it was really big. I literally, 90% of my reels, I would say even more than that, um, were just TikToks as repurposing into reels. And so it was really easy. Like people were like, oh my gosh, how are you doing this all the time? I'm like, I'm just saving and posting. Like I'm not doing much of anything. Uh, it almost felt like cheating a little bit. I'm like, I already have all these TikToks that I can pull from and like just post. But now I'm at that point where I, I totally ran out of that content. I already spent months making um, that makes sense on reels. And now I'm having to create them more from scratch. And at this point I'm showing up three days a week. Um, and I also wanna give a little bit encouragement to that as well when it comes to, you know, coasting consistently and how, you know, being going viral isn't everything when it comes, you know, if you are trying to use reels to grow your audience or to reach more people. Um, for example, I saw a lot of growth with the reels, especially right away, because it was really new. My content was easily getting found for a lot of people. I quickly grew from like 6,000 followers um, and then went like to over 10,000 followers within like just a couple of months, which was really awesome. And then since then, um, I started seeing a decline on like some of my reels, not as many of my reels, like going viral in a, the sense of whatever viral means. Um, and, and also in mid-December through mid-January, I really took a break from posting on Instagram consistently because of, you know, the holidays. And then we were moving for a couple of weeks. So just with all of that, I was like, I can't do this. So I was like not posting consistently. Um, and my, definitely my reach with, you know, new followers and all that went down. I know it went down for a good couple of months to, I was getting maybe 20, 30 followers a week, um, which for me was pretty consistent with what I was already getting before I started using Reels. And then after, um, after I started posting consistently again, it was towards the end of January, early February, I started posting consistently. And even then I, it wasn't like before I wasn't posting every day or like two a day. I was posting one, or, you know, maybe two to three times per week on reels and have since seen um, my follower count. I'm even getting, you know, 200 plus followers a week without having reels go super viral to me. Like I look at my reels and I'm like, Oh, like most of them are like at around 10,000 views, which is good. It's, it's a good, a good amount of reach for my, for my account. Um, but you know, it's not more than, you know, the number of followers I have. So you might look at that and think, Oh, like these are just people who already follow me. This is not doing anything, but I've definitely seen a steady increase in the number of followers and gaining and the traction that I'm seeing in my Instagram, even though I have, I think more recently I had a couple of reels go viral or whatever, um, which I definitely saw a big jump in those couple of weeks, but overall, like it still is growing my brand. And even past that, like I said, it's growing that connection with my audience. So even if you only have the capacity, maybe do one reel for a week, like, you know, um, I would say go for that, do whatever works best for you. I will say consistency obviously is really important. The more you do it, the more traction you'll see. Um, but if, you know, jumping into it, if you're like, I can only handle doing one per week, do that. And the more you do it too, the easier it's going to get, the more that you try it out, the more you try, you know, it's obviously the same thing with something new. You can't, you're not going to jump into it and immediately know how to do everything and do it really, really fast. Same thing for me when I started creating YouTube videos, these would take me like four or five hours just to edit a YouTube video. And now it takes me an hour or two. Um, so the more that you 
you do it, and the more that you're editing them, the more that you're um, coming up with ideas, it just keeps on, you know, you're going to keep growing in that and you're going to get faster and faster until it does become easier. And then you're like, oh, maybe I could post like two or three times per week or, you know, do a little bit more. But yeah, that's what I, I would say. I hope that's encouraging. Just do whatever works best for the season of life that you're in. I love it. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. Thanks, Stephanie. Um, Natasha, I wanted to ask you, what encouragement would you give to the mom or someone maybe in their late 30s that is very uncomfortable with the idea of short-term, short-term, <laughs> I can't even say it, short, short what is it, short-form <laughs> video? <laughs> um, what, what would you say to that person? Absolutely. So, you know, I, I get this a lot in my DMs on Instagram, and I like to tell moms and people in their 30s that you know, one, I, I like to tell them my age because I think a lot of people don't realize that I am 37. I will be 38 this summer um, and that I can do it. Anybody can do it. So if you want to utilize Instagram, let's just focus on Instagram and you want to utilize all the features that they give us to continuously grow your business. And I think that if you are showing up on social media, you should be growing something um, because it is time that we are putting an effort that we're putting and you want to make sure you're either growing those relationships, you're growing your audience, you're growing your bottom line, you're growing something because it is a marketing strategy you to utilize. So if you are wanting to grow your audience again, if you're stuck, it's a great way to show up and let people really get to know you. We all know that, you know, pretty pictures don't cut it anymore on Instagram. We're all three photographers and we know that we can post a gorgeous picture of a bride and groom, but our audience, they may not connect with it because they don't know who that is. When we post a picture of ourselves, they connect with that way more because they're following us and they love us. So just think about reels as a way to love and serve the audience you already have in a different way. Think about it, how you can utilize it the same way you use your stories to really show up and let people get to know you. Think about it that way. But with reels, what you're doing is you're also having the capacity to reach other people and lend out a hand and say, hey, I would love for you to come over. And then you can also nurture that relationship with that new audience member in your stories. So just think about it as a new handshake to people you have no, like, uh, have no idea who you are, that do not follow you. Um, and if you're feeling like, okay, like, but I don't even show up in my stories. I personally feel like video marketing and video is the newest way of marketing and it's only going to continue. Um, it is a bite-sized way to really show up and let people get to you know you. And you don't even have to speak on the video. You don't have to show your face. You can show behind the scenes. It just shows your back if you are a shooter, if you are a photographer. There's so many different ways that you can show up and not necessarily show your face right on the video. Do I think that you should show your face? Yes. But if you need to build up to that, um, then take time to build up to that until you get used to showing up with real. So I just want to, you know, tell you to grant yourself grace to show up and just let people get to know you and see what happens. Um, you're never too old to try something new, especially for your business. Oh, so good. I love that. Thanks, Natasha, for sharing that. Um, well, we're going to go ahead and sort of start wrapping up here. I would love for each of you to tell everybody where they can find you, where they can go watch your reels and your TikToks and all the things. Yeah. So I, uh, my, in, my website is stephaniecase.com. If you go there, you really can just find all the links to everything. But my Instagram is also at Stephanie Linkcase. It's case with a K. And my YouTube is at Stephanie Case.
Yes. And you can find me on Instagram, Natasha Coyle Photography, the same thing on TikTok and on Facebook. And I also have a website, NatashaCoylePhotography.com. And you can find all of my resources and um, my course over there as well. Perfect. Um, Now, before I completely close out, I did want to mention in case any of my listeners missed it, last week I mentioned that we are launching a brand new membership. It's called Behind the Lens with Rebecca Rice. And I am so excited for it. This is something that you guys have been asking for and I've been working on it for months behind the scenes. We're talking like at least six months. And so I'm really excited to finally get to talk about it and to, um, you know, let you guys know it's launching April 1st. It is not an April Fool's joke. It's the real deal launching April 1st. Basically, I'm taking you behind the scenes every single month on some of my own family sessions. You get to watch me in action, watch how I pose my clients and interact with them and, you know, why I choose lighting and locations the way that I do. I have a voiceover where I'm going to tell you exactly why I do all the things. And also as a bonus, every single month, I'm also including a masterclass. So for example, this month in April, our masterclass is going to be a Pinterest masterclass where I'm diving super deep into stuff that I just don't normally teach. And so you get the opportunity to find out how I have 1.4 million monthly viewers on Pinterest and it drives traffic to my website. And I'll walk you through how to set it up, how to automate it, all the things Pinterest. So that comes included um, in our monthly bundle. Um, you'll you'll get a brand new masterclass every month and a brand new behind the scenes. So just wanted to throw it out there. I am super, super excited for that resource. Um, it's, it's just going to be great. I'm just over here so excited. Why didn't I have that when I was a family <laughs> photographer? This sounds amazing. <laughs> Seriously. I love it. <laughs> it's literally like Netflix. I love it. You can binge yes, watch it. You can binge watch it every <laughs> yes. single month. So good. Um, Well, we will go ahead and um, end for today. Thank you so much, Stephanie and Natasha, for hopping on with me today. I really appreciate your time and your expertise and just giving to my listeners today. Um, We just so appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Um, If you're not already following Stephanie and Natasha, go follow them on Instagram, on TikTok, on all the things, because you want to check out what they're doing. I'm telling you, if anybody's the expert in this field, it is these two right here. So I'm honored to have have you guys on the show and thank you so much. We will go ahead and sign off. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Bye.